Hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Carter. Thank you so much for spending some of your time with me today. Big changes in the province of Ontario today. Vax passports are gone, except for where they're not. Also gone are capacity limits today. But with those Vax passports, it's really up to individual restaurants and retail operations, gyms, so on. Retail operations not using Vax passports, but those that were using the Vax passports. It's really up to individual businesses to decide whether or not they want to keep them in place. And some will keep them in place, in, including Cindy Stern, who's the co-owner of the Bistro on Avenue. I recently spoke to her about why she's keeping it in place. A lot of the feedback we're getting is, thank you for continuing to keep us safe. I am getting a few haters as usual. Um, but I think for the most part, uh, I think everyone else wants to go a little slowly too. And all the power to those restaurants that want to just let the people in. We've never found it uh, cumbersome with the QR codes. It takes about 30 seconds and then they're seated. Uh, so here we go with um, it's going to be our choice for our restaurant in this neighborhood. And uh, if we find that people are going, it's okay. We don't care about the passport anymore. Then we remove it. It's not going to be. It's for sure three weeks. It's for sure four weeks. It could be earlier, but the feedback I'm getting now is thanks because I'm only going to go to restaurants that have continue with the vaccine passport. It's co-owner Cindy Stern of Bistro on Avenue, which is a wing joint in Toronto that is going to keep the Vax passport system in place for an undetermined amount of time. They're going to you know, talk to their clients and see what they're most comfortable with. And all of this means that restaurants are in a kind of a weird spot where they're having to decide themselves, all right, do we keep it or do we do away with it? Corey Mintz is a food reporter and author of the book, The Next Supper, The End of Restaurants as We Knew Them and What Comes After. And he's written an, a piece for TVO all about this. Welcome to the program, Corey. Good afternoon, Alan. I'm just wondering, what's your sense of what restaurant owners are grappling with here? Well, it's a bit all over the place. It's such a strange time. I mean, just when you take a step back and think of it broadly, how strange is it for the government of Ontario or any municipality to say, hey, independent business owners, you decide which public health guidelines you think are reasonable to enforce. And then you're in charge of enforcing them, too, because we're, we're not going to back you up. Uh, and they're kind of uh, between a rock and a hard place. I mean, some of them are happy just to move on, be done with it, let go of the burden of having to enforce this stuff, but they kind of know uh, there's a certain segment of their customer, like the restaurateur we just heard from, who wants to keep that feeling of safety and, and the, the, the feeling like the restaurant is putting some, some a little bit of a tapping on the brakes, um, but at the same time, they're going to get uh, harassment from uh, diners who say, no, the mandate is gone. You shouldn't keep uh, unvaccinated people out. And the same on the other side. If you decide not to enforce it, some of your customers are not going to feel safe and they're not going to come anymore. So there's no there's no uh, happy solution to any of it right now. I think we're going to start to see these stories play out over the next week very rapidly. It, and it, it's going to be unusual where you'll have a restaurant, you know, side by side and one might be saying, well, no, I still want to see the Vaxport and the one next to saying, no, no, you don't No, you don't need to show it. And, and that puts restaurateurs in such a difficult position because they're so stretched. It's, it's such a tenuous time to just try and survive anyway. And now you're asking them, well, okay, now make a decision on, on this public health measure. 
Well, that's certainly one thing that's been consistent over the last years is that restaurateurs have been in a difficult position. And, you know, the, the Canadian government has done a fairly decent job, at least compared with the American government, in supporting them financially or supporting workers financially. But in terms of providing some sort of reasonable framework of public health rules, uh, restaurants have always been on their own and left to fend for themselves when they've been attacked by uh, online harassment. Uh, But yeah, I think we'll see absolutely playing out this weekend. Diners, as you say, going to one restaurant and being told, no, we're still checking. And by the way, you can go next door, which makes no sense. The only thing I've heard, uh, I'd say some consensus on is uh, Ontario dropped it. I guess it's been two weeks now since we dropped the uh, capacity limits. And at least all the restaurateurs that I've spoken with over the last month have reported um, just no hesitation from diners to step into a really packed room. I guess that means if you're already comfortable going out to dine, you don't need that extra extra protection of like having all the space between the seats. You're you're, You're comfortable with that risk level, or at least from everyone I've spoken with. Corey Mintz is a food writer and author uh, talking about the lifting of VAX passports that uh, comes into effect here in Ontario, though it is up to individual restaurant owners. What's your sense that about the next couple of months and what it'll bring for restaurants? Do, do you have a sense that people are going to clamor to get back to normal right away? Well, there's been a desire to return to normal, whatever that means, for a long time. I think for a lot of restaurateurs, they, in addition to how difficult the last two years overall have been, the last two months have been particularly brutal as they sort of prepared for, you know, if we can cast our minds back to November, a time where they expected December to be their best sales month after two really terrible years. You know, they were all booked. They had all these holiday parties. And then by the first week of December, they were being told, no, 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 we're, it's all shutting down, right? So people who had laid staff off, rehired, hired new people, trained them, had to lay people off all over again, sat with empty dining rooms, went back to take out for January. So they're exhausted. And so many of the people I've spoken with, you know, just talk endlessly about why am I doing it? You know, why don't I become an electrician? This, this business doesn't make any sense for me. So there's an incredible desire to, at the very least, um, start to uh, rebuild their, their bank accounts uh, from having diners in there, but there's no easy solutions for for what's coming because they know they're going to get grief uh, no matter what. All you know, what I w- wanted with that article was just to remind people: hey, there's a different kind of restaurant for a different kind of customer. You know, if there some people checking them the, the passports, some people not, some people asking for masks, some somewhere not. Uh, remember that at the door, and remember that. You know, many of the restaurateurs who are dropping these rules, some of them would like to keep enforcing them just for a measure of safety. And the reason that it's the easiest decision not is because it's it's put them in an uncomfortable position for two years now where they, the owner, the host, the server, whoever, has had to be in an adversarial position with the diner, with the person walking in the door. And it's so uncomfortable. It's such a a physical, mental, and emotional burden for staff to potentially have to be threatened physically, legally, whatever, by angry customers. And just remember, if that's, you know, this doesn't need to be a civil rights issue for every person mm-hmm. who's going out to dine. There's another restaurant down the street that's just for you. Corey, great to talk to you as always. Please be well. You too, Alan. That's Corey Mintz, who's a food reporter. My name is Alan Carter. We're back in a flash.